Welcome to the train of thought. Please stand behind the yellow line as we are about to approach the station. Today's destination, the now generation. Today's destination, the now generation. Hello and welcome to the Train of Thought podcast where we train our thoughts for a better life. Brought to you by The Poetic Week. This is your train conductor host, Aaron Patrick. And with me, we would like to honour and welcome a very special guest today. Uh, please welcome Pastor John Tengan. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. you, Aaron. Yeah. So awesome to be here. It's a great uh, privilege. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to today's episode with you. All right. Th- thanks for thanks for coming on board. Uh, it's, it's really it's really an honor to ha- have you uh, right now. Today um, we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about a very interesting uh, topic. A very a very special topic. You know, Pastor John's going to be uh, sharing um, his his heart on as well. Um, but, but first, like, hey, you know, hey, Pastor, how have you been <laughs> oh, uh, these days? You know, at CMC and all. Oh yeah, Aaron's been um, quite interesting to say the least, or in uh, uh, or to put it in a more positive way. I mean, uh, we all know mass you know, like been something that I've been used to for a while. You know, having um, meetings in, um, in in church and going out to uh, just hang out and talk to people and all that. Uh, but nonetheless, thankful for the internet. You know, we can pre-record, a live stream, our services can uh, catch up like this uh, over Zoom and um, just FaceTime or whatever. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's just, it's been challenging uh, trying to adjust uh, to this new normal, they call it. But mm. um, nonetheless, I think um, just taking it one day at a time, you know, one week at a time, uh, steady as she goes, that kind of thing. Wow, that that's good. That's good. Yes, um, it, it has been a bit uh difficult. You know, there's there's so so much uncertain like changes during this time. Um, yeah. Uh, for a while, for a while, it was like okay, stay at home, and then suddenly you have to like, okay, now we're able to go out for a while, and then suddenly oh, we have to stay at home again. Cause so it's, so it's a bit it's a bit sad and even difficult for some of us who are maybe not as privileged um, as some of us, you know. Uh, internet and working from home and all. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. <sighs> but then, well, all, like, like, as we say, right, as we Christians say, like, uh, all, all by God's grace, right? Um, you know, for our listeners, yeah. for, for our listeners out there, would you care to like maybe uh, introduce yourself a bit more so that we can get get to know you, like not not just as like Pastor John, but like as Jonathan Nan, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So my name is John. Uh, I am. Currently, uh, a full-time pastor in this church called uh, SIBKL. Um, I oversee I oversee quite a few different ministries or departments. Uh, you know, you'll call it. Uh, so I oversee like the youth, and we also have a university group now. I oversee uh, the worship side of things or, or the music side of things in church. Uh, and recently, I've also kind of like um, become a district pastor for. Uh, an older adult district in in the church, so my my job is uh, um, a little bit interesting now. You know, I, I deal with uh, younger people, but in the near future, I'm also going to be dealing with uh, older people. The only people that I am not uh, leading, so called, at the moment are people around my age. Well, we got some around in the worship team, but most of the people I'm leading are either wow. older than me or younger than <laughs> me. So uh, there's definitely interesting times uh, ahead. 
for yeah my uh, journey as a pastor. Um, yeah, I mean you can you can hit me up on Instagram if you want to know more about me. But uh, I'm a big sci-fi buff. I love Star Trek. Um, uh, love horror movies. Uh, I actually watch horror movies to uh, to relax. Find them quite relaxing. Uh, try to hit the gym whenever I can. Uh, love coffee. Love motorcycles. But uh, yeah, that's who I am. Married with uh, with a beautiful daughter. Married to a beautiful wife with a beautiful daughter. That's Let's me. go, yeah. family man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, did I hear that right? You watch horror movies to relax. Yeah, I find them pretty. <laughs> um, relaxing and uh, interesting but but I, I will clarify though uh, I like horror movies where um, it's like ghost movies not like those like you know saw or like hostile like humans chopping up other humans kind of thing like gore and all that yeah that's not, that's not my thing um, but more of like a ghost supernatural poltergeist uh, kind of like movies I, I love those jump scares that's my jam mm, I see <laughs> alright alright uh, that, that, that's cool. At first, because uh, I got to know Pastor John through, uh, you know, Narrow Street, and now I'm in society. And, you know, for all this while, I've been, I've been, like, I've known Pastor John as, oh, that's the youth pastor, you know. I didn't know he's looking after, like, uh, old people and stuff. So, it's very interesting how you're able to experience, like, intergenerational dynamics, whether in church. I mean, like, yeah, for church, but, like... Um, yeah, yeah. But are we dealing with, like, uh, all kinds of people in life also like but yeah you know it's it's really cool it's really it's really cool I, oh yeah yeah and um and this mm. i mean me being come becoming an adult district pastor uh that's been something that's pretty recent anyway so um i right. think by the time when, when we first met uh i was probably just um i can't remember when did we meet was it like two years ago i think i was just the youth at worship pastor back then so yeah mm-hmm. yeah if i recall it was, it was two years ago um, I think I first met you when you came over to my uh, college CF and then when I started attending Narrow Street I was like hey, oh yeah Pastor John I was like hey <laughs> yeah that's cool it's really cool um, oh yeah yeah that was the uh, combined uh, BAC and IACT CF right yes yes that was uh, that yeah one. I remember that yeah uh, what, what's it like um, to be a pastor like serving church like, let's say not maybe not every one of us would know uh, what it's like but um, for you yeah how, how has it been being a pastor serving in church even looking after youth and now uh, adult uh, ministry and oh yeah and how did you become a pastor like what what made you like step into the calling if, if you know what I mean well Aaron this is a loaded question uh, I'll try to go with a simple one first what is it like being a pastor um, if you want to talk about in terms of job description what does a pastor do Pastor kind of does a pastor kind of does a bit of everything. Um, so a pastor is like a manager. Um, a pastor is also a uh, events person, events coordinator. So you know we really do everything. We do public speaking. We do um, counseling. We do mentoring. We do program planning. Um, we yeah, it's pretty much like uh, wearing many heads at, 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 uh, all at once and it's a very fast paced and uh, uh, high expectation job especially if, when you're in a big church like mine you know when there's a uh, lot of programs and lots of people um, to attend to so um, yeah I think contrary to popular belief 
Um, you know, being a pastor, it's not exactly a walk in the park. You know, you're not just like sitting in the office uh, praying all day. I wish I could do that. Um, uh, in fact, sometimes you could be so busy that you actually forget to pray. You know what I mean? Which is not mm. something you should hear from a pastor, but that's the reality uh, of things. Um, and yeah, you know, even content creating, because when you when you plan a sermon, uh, you're actually creating content. So it's interesting. You know, I think uh, I enjoy it. Um, I find it's a great avenue to just express uh, myself in um, different different ways, but to also just grow different skills. Like I mentioned, leadership, event management, counseling, mm-hmm. mentoring, and all that. How did I become a pastor? Well, Aaron, that's a that's actually a long story. Uh, <laughs> I won't go into great detail for sure. that because otherwise that would just dominate the rest of our conversation. But like you mentioned, uh, it's a calling from, uh, from God. I, I'm a Christian. I believe God speaks to us, uh, and I believe God, um, you know, has a calling, a specific calling for each and every one of us. It's not that if you get called to the church, it means that you are more spiritual or holy. It just means that uh, each of us has a different assignment. And just so happened, the assignment put onto my life from God uh, is to be uh, a pastor. So yeah, that's um, yeah. I've been a pastor since um, two thousand. I've been in ministry for probably more than a decade now. But uh, being a being a past ordained a pastor for about six or seven years now. So yeah, uh, six and six or seven years going strong. Yeah, is that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I- yeah. I always wondered, like, you know, what, what my calling would be and, like, how, how it would be, like, you know, how it would be, like, serving, let's say, full-time ministry or anything like that. But, uh, you know, as in God's timing, like, in God, as God wills and stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, the premise of what we are going to be uh, discussing on today's episode is um, something very close to, you know, Pastor John's heart and even, even my, my own heart, you know, as a, uh, as a person, as a young person. Um, what what does it mean to be, um, let's say in in let's say in Pastor John's terms, lah, huh? uh, what does it mean to be the now generation? Let's say, um, you yeah. know, kids, teens, uh, youth, young adults. You know, we are all we are trying to grow up. We we are we are mm. younger than everyone else. Maybe we have yet to you know go through all like more experiences like as with how our parents or our older generation would you know and. Mm. But at the same time, we, we do have our thoughts. We do have like a mind of our own, you know, and we are, we are trying to like gauge and observe like society and we want to play our part. But um, there is this struggle, there is this frustration, you know, this whole thing mm. about being seen but not heard, you know, and dealing with yep. uh, the consequences of the decisions of, let's say, our elders or just people in general and we're trying to yeah. figure at the same time figuring out we're trying to figure out our place uh, our passion our identity in the world around us and is it so that we are only meant to stay silent uh, until it is our time to speak or do we have uh, do we have a place to be able to achieve our to play our part and achieve our purpose even now in uh, today and in our society yeah so um, it, it all started yeah. th- when I think uh, God placed on Pastor John's heart this, uh, this thing for a, should I say, like a campaign? No, like, like an event. It was a conference, right? It's a youth conference. Uh, yeah, yeah, conference. Generation Now, Gen- or, or yeah. uh, more popularly known as Gen Now KL, it started a while ago. And I only re- attended mm-hmm. 
recently around uh, 2018. But yeah, it, it, has been, it has been going on for a while. Uh, it started, uh, remind me, correct me when I'm wrong, Pastor. I think it was around 2013, 14. Did I get it right? Oh, no, it's, um, it's actually only 2016. So uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. year would have, yeah, this year would have been our fifth anniversary. Um, I was really looking forward to that, but obviously we couldn't have that for, um, yeah, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Uh, we we all we all quite expectant. The beginning of the year, we were like, "Wow, you know, oh, Gen now take the future." Like, whoa. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then COVID came, and we were wondering, "Okay, so it's still on or not?" And and then suddenly, yeah. uh, yeah, la. yeah, the future, the future did not want to be taken. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it got it got cancelled. Got cancelled because of uh, the pandemic situation. Again, as like I yeah. mentioned, lah, you know, it's a bit it's a bit uncertain. Even uh, though mm. we did have RMCO for a while and like oh as so long maybe as so long as we could have followed SOPs we could, might have still be able to hold the conference or something like that uh, but yeah uh, we're just gonna have to wait until this whole thing dies out when, when, if and when it does uh, Pastor could you perhaps uh, maybe give us a very brief origin story as to how this thing started out and what, what the purpose was for the annual conference yeah, um, so Gennel started um, 2016. I mean, at that point of time, I think um, I was, it was uh, my second or third year leading a youth ministry. And, uh, you know, we've seen like things um, uh, grow, seeing people grow, seeing the ministry grow. Um, and I just felt like, you know, God was um, placing something on my heart to do, not just for my church, but to do something for uh, youth around the Klang Valley. Um, so Gen Now was, was really a, a step of faith because I think at that point of time, uh, it was a conference run almost 99% by, by young people. So everything was, the only thing that was not run by young people was um, the building, right? So we had like a, um, so adults who were technicians and all that uh, just to stand by, but everything, you know, like the setup, the content, the the um, the direction the design all of it was by young people, and for us it was a step of faith uh, because I believe that as the name states you know uh, we should be the now generation, and to kind of like pick up your 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 question on what what does it mean to be the now generation? Yeah. I think you know when you are a young person, um, you are you normally equate yourself to be the next generation. That's a terminology. Mm given to you by other people you're the next generation yeah. uh, and it's true you know so it's not, not wanting to get into semantics or pick on um, phrases for the sake of picking but I feel that the word next doesn't create a sense of urgency enough because when it's, when it's next you kind of go like okay uh, I'll just wait till next time or I'll wait till later you know it's like if you're on a train um, and you know if you know that the next stop is such and such and that's not your stop you kind of go you know what i'll just wait i'll just chill and but if there is a but if there is a, a situation where you need to get off the train now you know that's what you like imagine like the, your trains your station's coming right up and you know you gotta get off now so you're you jump out on your feet, you get your stuff and you scuttle along and you gotta get up, you gotta move, right? And I feel like a lot of times we we sit back or we relax thinking that, you know, my, my time's not here yet, 
Um, but the truth is you don't prepare. Uh, you need to get ready in the now before your time comes. You don't get ready when the time comes because when the time comes, you could be too mm. late. So an example I will use is imagine um, any great sporting event. Any I don't know whether there are any football fans out here or I don't know whether you watch football, but just think of any great big major sporting event like the World Cup or the Olympics or whatever. Now, if an athlete were to only get ready or to start hyping themselves up or training or gearing themselves up when the event comes, that's too late, right? They actually have to train, they have to prepare uh, even before the event. And when the event comes, um, that's where they put all of their preparation um, to the test where the rubber hits the proverbial road. And for me, that's what a now generation means. It means that we recognize that we have a destiny, that we have a part to play, that everything that we are doing now is a building block for something greater. Everything, like literally everything, every disappointment you face, every victory you win, mm. um, God doesn't waste anything in my opinion. So everything that you are experiencing and that you are going through right now are just building blocks for what is to come um, ahead of you. The troubles that you are facing today is building within you the strength uh, for the trials tomorrow. So that's really um, what Generation Now is about, is recognizing that you, you, know, you have a plan and a purpose, but the plan and purpose is not just, it's not just gonna fall on your lap. You gotta get ready for it. So the time is now, if that makes sense, yeah. Even in the even in the un the unnoticed uh behind the scenes the the potential the unseen potential and I uh, would you would oh, you yeah. also say would yeah. you also say uh, that is also important and also like that that plan and purpose is not just for the future it's also for the now as well like yeah def- definitely I mean to go back into the analogy of um, a sportsman. Mm-hmm preparing for training. I mean, when, when we watch a major sporting event, when we watch the World Cup, Olympics, or even a, 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 a football game on the weekend, we don't actually see the training and the practice that the players or athletes go through in the week and the months and the years before that. We don't. So a lot of times what we're looking for is we're looking for platforms or we're looking for people standing on platforms and we judge people um, based on the platforms or how, or how they do on the platform. But the truth is anybody who's been successful on any kind of platform has actually really put a lot of hard work into that. Um, Nobody um, is just born a superstar. Uh, I mean, anybody, I mean, even, I mean, it is possible for a person to have raw talent, um, but you can only get so far just on raw talent. I mean, this is saying, right, that um, uh, hard work beats, beats talent when talent does not work hard. Right. So, even when you feel like you're nobody, uh, I mean, even if you feel like like um, your life is going nowhere and all that, every moment, every trial, every difficulty, every task, every assignment that you are facing right now is actually training ground for what's to come. So if you don't have perspective of that, and if you just go through the motions and you don't own the moments that you live in, you can easily miss your destiny because... Um, when the time comes, uh, you might miss it because you were just too busy 
feeling sorry for yourself or too busy thinking that um, hey you know my life's going nowhere but hey you know maybe God is actually setting you up for something greater and you just need to open your eyes to see it I'll give this other example right if you look at any tree or any plants around any plant around you a tree or a plant doesn't automatically or doesn't automatically just become big like that uh, it all starts in the form of a seed and when you plant mm. the seed in the ground uh, it takes time for the seed to take root time for the seed to mature and time for the seed to grow nobody notices that so it's kind of like you and I we could be going through dark times just like that seed planted in the ground but what's happening is in that time we need to take root we need to build on we need to work on our character we need to work on our our gifting we need to work on ourselves and when the time comes we will rise above the darkness just like that little seed growing into a tree rising above and we can reach for the skies but it starts with us now mm-hmm. if you know what i'm saying yeah wow so yeah for those of you listening every moment of your life is significant don't don't think that you know oh now like you know i think this this one uh there's this one quote like pastor john will always uh reiterate in, even in his sermons or talking to people or don't don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel you know it's, yeah yeah <laughs> that, thanks uh that, that actually really stuck with me uh yeah we all have mm-hmm. our own journey in life and uh it, it's yeah. important that we we focus uh we keep up with where we are now so that uh, when the time comes for us to step up, we are actually yep. already ready for it. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the messages or if anything, let's say a key message that you will always uh, give to the youth whenever you preach from the pulpit? In, in church or, or maybe if you were just encouraging someone? Well, one thing's for sure, I believe everyone has a purpose. Yep. Um, the problem is sometimes maybe we are too caught up in our own troubles or in our own comfort even to realize that um and a lot of times um, you know like the quote you just mentioned before a lot of times we are too caught up on like instagram comparing our lives to someone else's i think comparison that's toxic um that's, that's that kills you right uh, even bit by bit because on instagram everyone looks like they're doing better than you and everyone looks like they have more friends than you or everyone looks like they're having more fun than you and they can really uh, be quite a downer to someone's self-esteem or self-worth right but but the thing is uh, all of us are unique all of us have different giftings all of us uh, have different makeups you know like we are or some you know, some of us uh, we all don't look the same our height our weight you know uh, we're all different right yeah. Um, but at the core of it, uh, I believe we have a purpose because we were made on purpose, and that's where my Christian faith comes into play. I believe God created us uh, with a purpose for a purpose, and just like if I were to, if I were to, um, under- if I wanted to understand uh, the philosophy behind, say, like, um, say, you know, say. So I, I don't know whether you are any any car guys or or, or, or petrol heads out there. You know, if you if you really like a, a certain car, whether it's vintage or uh, sporty or whatever, um, if you wanted to find out about the philosophy or about the passion 
behind that car, you will need to go and talk to the creator or the designer to see what his vision was for that car uh, or for that motorcycle or for whatever, right? And it's the same for us, right? When we get to know God, then we can know the creator who create us, created us, right? Uh, when we f- remember or we recognize whose we are, then we will know who we are. And that's my main message, right? That you are born with a purpose and uh, you have a purpose and your purpose can be found in a person and that person is in Christ. And when you have a purpose and when you mm. know um, the person behind your purpose, then you will have perseverance, right? Three P's right there. You have wow. perseverance. You will have the motivation and the vision to keep on keeping on, right? Because um, I'm sure we know this already. Life isn't easy. Um, uh, life, life is a struggle. Life can be tough, right? But when you have God behind you, who is greater than all the challenges ahead of you, that's where you can keep going and you can just keep on keeping on. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Ray, let, let, give me a second to like uh, process that. Wow, okay. So, yeah, um, I think touching on, let's say, the main, the main Christian message that uh, for us, we hold, maybe our listeners are not necessarily all Christians and stuff. It's, it's okay. But uh, something to learn is um, how we uh, center or whether, yeah, how or where we center or upon whom we center our identity. Because a lot of people... They center their identity on on stuff like uh political alignment or religious affiliation or or stuff like our occupation, how much money we have, things like that. But um, truth be told, right? Not not all these things last a long time. So like, and the thing, the fact that how should these things crumble? Uh, would our identity still remain? And I like the fact how you bring up that you know because we come from God, and our purpose and our identity is revealed and redeemed in Christ, then are we able to say that, oh, I am I'm a person with a purpose. I am a child of God. I, I am uh, who the I am says I am. You know, I think, who is that? I yeah, think uh, yeah. Sean when he preached on that message we saw another, the other day. Um, yeah. Like, uh, and, and it's just that, you know, it gives us that assurance that you know, not all, even even with all the trials, you know, not everything is a loss. And even mm. uh, those losses can be redeemed uh, and sort of repurposed. I think that there was one thing you said also, Pastor, that um, God does not waste any precious experience. It's something along those lines, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So for our listeners, uh, b- before we sign off, so do you have like any other, let's say, words of encouragement you'd like to share? Or if you have a word that you have, you know, if God has placed on your heart for this particular episode, just, uh, no, stage is all yours, you know, do share. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, yeah. what do I have to say? I mean, preach, preach, really, preach. Really, I, I think I already used like the, use all my preaching juice for the three piece right there, you know, but, um, uh, uh, again, just to reiterate, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, just don't waste your life. You know, um, don't don't uh, don't waste time. When um, we're young, um, we kind of feel like we have a lot of time to waste, a lot of time to burn. But uh, really, um, so now I'm not saying go all out and hustle and you know uh, stress yourself out and all that kind of thing. No, but I, I think um, for me is 
spend time on things that matter. Uh, so for me, things like God, family, um, friends, that matters, right? So for, mm-hmm. for just for any young person listening out there, spend time um, and spend time on things and people that matter because that, that is really something that um, that you cannot trade away. You can, uh, you can never get back, you know, because if you think about it, uh, if you lose money, yeah, you could possibly get it back, right? But if you lose time, um, that's where you can never get it back. No matter if, no matter how rich you are, no matter who you are, time works the same for everyone. You can't turn, you can't fast forward it. You can't turn it back. So you may be, I don't know how old your listeners are, but you may be like 16 or 15, 14, or even 18, 19, 20. And you may be thinking, you know what? I'm just going through school. It's just same old, same old. I'm just going college, uni, same old, same old assignments and all that. But I'll say to you, man, cherish those moments, right? Don't just go through the motions, um, own the moments, right? Make full use of every opportunity. Be thankful for every opportunity you get, every interaction that you have, even even every heartbreak that you feel. Be thankful wow. for that because those are experiences, those are building blocks, again, um, building blocks towards who you are becoming. Because one day, uh, you will be placed in the position of influence. You might be, right? Or you, you may be placed in the play. You may be placed in a situation where all that you have gone through over the years and you realize has been setting you up for the moment that you um, are facing then. then. So, yeah, that's what that's my encouragement to even to you, Aaron, and to um, everybody mm-hmm. who's listening. Wow, so good. Alright, thank thank you so much, uh, Pastor John. Well, um, I I think I mentioned like this, this is not necessarily a full out like a uh, Christian podcast or anything, but be- because I I've invited my youth pastor to speak on this uh, uh topic and stuff, and you know I have the opportunity. I I, I just want to take the opportunity, Pastor. Do you mind uh saying a word of prayer uh for us and even for our listeners and you know so that you know you all be blessed and, and stuff. If you if of you like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Come on, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for Aaron. I thank you for the Train of Thought podcast. And I thank you for all the listeners who will listen to this episode, God. Father, I pray, no matter how young or how old we are, Lord, will you remind us, will you reveal to us, indeed, that we have a purpose even though we don't see it, even though we may not feel it, but God, I ask that you reach out to every heart and to every uh, soul, every mind them that they have a purpose. And Lord, I also pray that you remind us that you are the person behind our purpose, that it is not just some blueprint that we are following, but it is a person, a God that we are following, who cares for us, who helps us, who speaks to us, who even guides us and comforts us in our time of need. And with that, God, we can have perseverance. So I pray for every single person here, whether they are uh, just go, just getting by or whether they are even struggling or whatever that they are facing. Lord, would you help us persevere? Would you help us keep on keeping on? Would you help us keep believing for more? And Lord, I will pray for those who don't know you, and they are listening to this um, message. May you reveal yourself to them in your own special way that they will know 
that you are not just a concept, but you are a God that loves them, cares for them, and indeed wants to transform their life. Thank you for Aaron as well. Bless him and bless this podcast. May this podcast be the beginning of something greater to come in the future for Aaron God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Wow, so good. Uh, thank, thank you so much, uh, Pastor John, for this. Uh, all right. Thanks, Aaron, for having me. This is the Train of Thought podcast where we train our thoughts for a better life. Brought to you by The Poetic Wit. This is your train conductor host for today, Aaron Patrick. And with me, it's John here. All right, now signing out. Peace. Peace.